What's up gamers and welcome to the Elite Gaming Gear Podcast. This is episode 4. My name is Lathan. This is Ants. And this is Key. That's right. Straight out of St. Louis, Missouri, baby. <laughs> we have a special guest in the studio today. Keith Fisher is going to be hanging out with us. We're going to be chatting a little bit about the good old days, those games that we grew up with that we absolutely love. We're going to be talking about the future and why as adult gamers we still have it best as best of all. So all of you people who decided that you grew out of games, sit back, relax, and let us remind you why they should still be a part of your life. Ants, you want to start things off for us today? With what? <laughs> Wow. Well, there's like so much energy it just dropped completely. <laughs> no, with what? I don't know what where to start. I, because there's so much going on. So, okay, let's start with this. Let's start with some amazing new things that are coming up. How about the fact that uh, Microsoft just agreed to make Minecraft available for the Oculus? How freaking awesome is that? Oh, seriously? Seriously. That's going to be freaking... I can't curse. That's going to be freaking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> This radio program is sponsored by the uh, Us CC. <laughs> but yeah, that's actually correct. Uh, so one of the one wait, of the wait, 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 wait. What? Parental discretion is advised. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm gonna have to stamp that on the outside of the podcast now. I think. <laughs> Rated M for mature. <laughs> mature audience is only for rude language, crude humor, and video game references. <laughs> oh man! So uh, back to back to Minecraft and Oculus. Um, absolutely incredible to me uh, the, the way that this went down. So way back in the day, uh, Minecraft was supposed to be being developed, um, or a side version of it was being developed to launch with the Oculus Rift. Well, uh, Notch, Notch, right? Ants. Yep. Notch Marcus Pearson. Yeah, this guy, the guy that started Minecraft, the guy that started Mojang, he is the creator. He, did he not says, start Mojang. He did. He worked with them. Oh, dude, I thought he started Mojang. No, he was... The Mojang is a separate company. Oh, so he just started Minecraft. He started the, he started Minecraft and then worked with Mojang to make his idea reality. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Well, okay. check it out. So, basically, um, he was going to develop a version for the Oculus Rift. But when Rift sold out to Facebook, he basically threw his hands in the air. He said, forget you guys, your sellouts, I'm out. Minecraft will never be in VR because of this. Uh, and then like two weeks later, he sold out to Microsoft. <laughs> so he didn't have anything to say about it. So the dude that's in charge of things over at Microsoft actually starts begging, literally begging, for them to produce an Oculus-enabled version of Minecraft. So I'm going to tell you the fact. The fact is that Minecraft Windows 10 Edition, which will be compatible with Xbox One, is coming to the Oculus Rift headset. Now, speculation. There is rumors, or rather are rumors, that the uh, Minecraft uh, Windows 10 Edition or a Minecraft Pocket Edition will be compatible with the Samsung Gear VR. So if you've got a Galaxy Note 4 or for the new commercial release of the uh, the Gear VR, the was it the Note 5 and the S6, I think, you can actually play Minecraft wireless on a headset with your mobile device. How stinking cool is that? That's pretty cool to me. I mean, would that get you back into playing Minecraft, Ants? Probably not. Probably not. Dude. Okay. Keith, you, do you play Minecraft? I don't play Minecraft. Did you ever play Minecraft? I have played Minecraft. Or now, okay, so I usually break down Minecraft into like two sorts of people. There's the people that play for five minutes and they're like, 
I am never playing this again. I'm one of them people. You're one of them people? The other side is, I've been playing for five minutes, and five minutes is actually like three hours, <laughs> and they never put it down. I'm one of those guys, so I'm like really, really excited for it. Uh, but outside of that, we have a ton of other stuff coming up. You were telling me a little bit earlier about some news in the PlayStation world. Oh, man, that's a lot of news in the PlayStation world. Bring it, man, bring it. I'm still researching for I'm still um, um, got my fingers crossed. I'm itching for anything Final the Final Fantasy VII remake. The remake for Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, I, I'm I'm an RPG fan. I love RPGs flat out. Um, anything Final Fantasy, I would love to hear. And Final Fantasy XV better fucking rock or I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. This is the last straw. <laughs> Either it's good or I'm out. We're, right. we're completely killing off our involvement in the franchise. Right, I will no longer be involved in anything Final Fantasy. So you showed me something kind of cool, and I'm a little embarrassed because I didn't wait. Even... I have to tell the world this myself. Oh, I have to tell the world this myself. <laughs> now, any Final Fantasy fan knows uh, when they released um, the remaster. Uh, let me pause. Let me pause, Destiny. Um. When they released the uh, remastered version of Final Fantasy uh, X and X2, there was this big old hype about um, the hope for X3 because of the bonus audio. Well, my man Lathan here, <laughs> how long has this remaster been out since January and the uh, PlayStation 4 came out about March, I want to say? Yeah, it's been out for a little while. <laughs> he didn't know anything about this till I arrived in uh, Yakima today. Oh, uh, well... Yeah, yeah, he didn't know anything about this until uh, I arrived in Yakima today, and I had to show him on my Vita. Oh, man. He's <laughs> like, no, what do you mean you've never seen the special features in the credits? I'm like, ah, well, you know, I mean, I had to. We're just talking. I'm like, you know there's, uh, you know there's talk about an X3. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's on the, like... Haven't you heard the audio on the uh, uh, Final Fantasy uh, X game? You know what I'm talking about. And he was like, no. I'm like, how could you have this game and not know anything about that? <laughs> <laughs> Probably about the same way that I obliviously walked through a live. People were like, how did you not see that it was right in front of you? I didn't. I just phased right through that. I find that if you don't make eye contact, people tend to ignore you a little bit better. That's, that suits me just fine. Now, Anthony, you're not a huge RPG guy, are you? Mm, depends on the RPG. Now, what was the last RPG you played? Lost Odyssey. Seriously? Uh, I played I guess, it. I played it recently. I Lost never, Odyssey was like early Xbox 360, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. I didn't get it till way later. I loved it though. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, how'd you like it? I loved it. It was worth the seventy-two hours. Seventy-two. <laughs> That's hours? it. Well, I I rushed through most of it. I did a lot of like the bonus extra stuff. I prepared so much for the extras. Like there was a boss I fought that was harder than the final boss. Oh, I, wow. It was it was sad. The final boss it was like two hits and dead. That that's it. That that mini boss was harder. <laughs> Dude, that's just like Skolos in Destiny, man. Skolos was harder than anything that's been out or anything that's out now. Is anybody beat him? Skolas? Oh, yeah, that was the last uh, Myself, I killed him, like, six, maybe eight times. So this is stuff you got to look forward to, because this is the first time you've looked at Destiny, right, Keith? I know, I'm kind of ashamed. Nah. <laughs> it's all good, man. Hey, 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 there's nothing wrong with being a year two top, right? 
Yeah. Right. Uh, is, are you insulting me on the slide? <laughs> no, no, it's cool. We're we're excited for it. We like it because because us veterans of the first year, man, we love showing people all the new stuff. And we kind of have these stories that we can share with you guys because you didn't get to experience a lot of the craziness that happened back in year one. Um, <sighs> Leveling up based on your light level on your gear. That was so annoying. <laughs> that's, you know, that's actually the reason I didn't get into Destiny. They say it was so hard to level up. It is all experience-based now, the whole thing. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously. When you say experience-based, you mean EXP points on EXP, that is correct. Okay. It's based on EXP. Now, here's where they got a little sneaky with it, because you can get to level 40, which is the new level cap, with EXP alone. But <laughs> the light rating kind of has a new function. So it used to be before that your light rating was kind of like your level, would you say, Ants? It was your level. It was your level. Um, now your light rating is an average of your defense and attack. So if your defense and attack isn't at least at a certain average, certain things in the game are going to be really hard to do. Now, let me ask you a question. Let's pause right there. Is that for strictly multiplayer or does like what you do? Oh, sorry. What you do in the um, campaign mode, does that factor in? Anthony, explain to this gentleman campaign mode. Story? Yeah. Story missions can be done alone or in groups of three, and it's a good way to gain XP to level and gear. Okay, so, oh, you answered my question. Okay. All of the drops are random, though, and they drop as engrams, typically. When you get later on, you'll start seeing uh, green and blue ones. Blue ones are the ones you want to go for first, and then once you get all those, it's time for legendaries, which take forever to get. <laughs> but you know what? The grind's gotten a lot, fun, a lot more fun than it used to be. It's a lot easier than it used to be, too. Hey, you know what? It's easier than Warframe. Warframe. <laughs> Have you played Warframe, Keith? No. Oh, dude, Warframe. So, uh, you know how you got freemium games for your phone, right? Right. Okay, so Warframe is on the PS4 and the PS3. Oh, uh, excuse me, no, Xbox PS One. Yeah, Xbox One and PS4. My apologies. And PC. Oh, is it on PC also? It was on PC first. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, it's like a AAA title. So, I mean, it's the graphics are amazing. The sound is amazing. Uh, the game character, plays uh, Character great. designs are pretty cool character designs are fantastic uh the physics are pretty impressive um but it's free the whole game is free mm. and you can do everything in the game for free mm. what's the catch anthony <laughs> gathering materials and the in-game currency takes at least three hours for one item at least three hours and that's if you're on it like hardcore yeah and then after that, if you want to get any item built, you have to purchase blueprints with the in-game currency. And then you have to pay more of the in-game currency. Pretty much you have to pay for it twice. And then wait a certain amount of time before it's been built. I had just, my melee weapon built. It took 12 hours. You can't just candy crush it in. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't candy crush it. You can buy that extra candy, that power-up. So you can, uh, you can buy the weapon itself already. That's not what I mean. Just send a whole bunch of requests to a bunch of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony on Facebook wants you to play Warframe. <laughs> send me some currency on Warframe. Right. That's the next step. That makes sense. That's the logical next step. But you can buy the in-game currency just like you can buy the power-ups in-game. But instead of them being like 99 cents, Anthony? 2 dollars Uh... 
175 platinum, which gets you quite a bit, actually. It's oh. like 10 bucks. Yeah, that's the cheapest thing on there is like 10 bucks. Seriously? There's stuff on there. There's stuff on there you can buy that's $80 access packs. Hey, I hate to say it, but, well, I'm a brand new Xbox player. Oh, congratulations! I just, bought, I just bought my first Xbox One last week. Welcome to the flock. But we're impartial. We're, we're impartial here. We love all consoles. But uh, now, I didn't have a P. I didn't have a PS4 since the beginning. Now that is true. You have been harassing. As a matter of fact, I got a PlayStation Four because you're telling me you need to get one. You need to get one. And the day that I go down and buy a PlayStation Four, like, hey, Lathan, guess what? What? I got an Xbox One. Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> but in all in all seriousness, uh, the PlayStation 4 has some really cool games, and I gotta confess that the graphics on like The Order 1886, uh, the graphics on uh, Until Dawn, uh, the graphics on a lot of these exclusives are pretty amazing. Yeah. So you know, I love the Xbox for the social interface and the the user interface. Yeah, Xbox is definitely more social friendly. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I love the PlayStation for that hardcore factor. I love it for the graphics and and for the exclusives, really, um, that they've got on there. So I mean, that's that's the reason I bought the Xbox One was specifically for the ex- exclusives. You have, like I told you before, you haven't really missed out on too much. With the PS4, there's not a lot of exclusives. You said Until Dawn, 1886. Uh, I can think of more if I sat here a little bit longer. But um, there's not a lot, though. I, you can probably count on both of your hands how many exclusives there are. So there aren't very many exclusives now. But there's a lot of stuff on PlayStation Network that's really good. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, what's the survival game that just came out about a week ago? Uh, with the Rapture. Rapture, I think that's what it's called. Oh, let's all go to the Rapture? Yeah. What's that like? I, I, I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. It's really good. It's, it's lonely. It's lonely? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all alone. But, but that could be a good thing. Is what do you think about when everybody gets Rapture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to take that Ferrari. Why? Right. Because I can. Right. It's oh. just me here. I mean... <laughs> Who's gonna report me? <laughs> you know, that's, reports that's why they didn't rapture me in the first damn place. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, somebody finally ends up showing up later, and you've gone ahead and gone split personalities. You arrested yourself. You're reading yourself your rights. Oh, wow, I've told you three or four times you can't be doing this now. Go and on. if somebody shows up, we just share. <laughs> it's okay for you, my friend. Come on, you can have it. <laughs> you can have this. Enjoy it. So, dude, this. So, there's a. You know, it's another thing too. Is I've noticed that there's a lot of um, emphasis on kind of these survival games and kind of uh, uh, really deep storyline games. Yeah. Now, not to say that the Xbox doesn't have that, but uh, Smash Punch and Shoot is kind of the Xbox's forte, and it always has been. And there's nothing wrong with that. That keeps the crime rate down. <laughs> <laughs> just, just let your psychopathic tendencies out in that world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do today, little Jimmy? I sat at school by something. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how many times I done left work and be like, I'll be right back, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I got my ex wife. You right, be right. right. If, I didn't, if I didn't have Call of Duty, oh my God. <laughs> so That even goes for relationships. Too. Now, <laughs> if you're married, you got a girlfriend you have a problem with, 
Just pop in Destiny or Call of Duty. It release. It will save your relationship. <laughs> That's right. Video game pending my marriage. Well, it saved mine, buddy. So sit down and shut up. <laughs> you don't know how many times that I thought that this little uh, that the enemy was you. Beating <laughs> repeat. Dude, why do you keep punching that corpse? You've been punching it for like seven I minutes straight. Told you I wanted pizza. My <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm, I'm looking at your screen here as you're playing, um, and I'm noticing that you've already managed to get a special weapon. Are you just, like, in the intro mission mode right now? I have no idea. You have no idea. So, I think you are. <laughs> so, check this out right over here on this uh, this glowing piece with the uh, green circle and the plus. Anthony, tell the man like what that, that is. That or, is the subclass. That is your subclass. That is your striker subclass. I am a, I mean, I will punch the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, that is, that, is, that is what that subclass is made for. That is exactly what it's made for. Go ahead and hit Y for details. Why? You unlocked the grenade. I have. There you go. So your grenades recharge over time, so you want to go down and hit A to open it up. Oh, that's grenades. Yeah, that's your grenade. You unlocked your flashbang. The flash first bang. column there are grenades, and okay. then it's your jump ability. Your super ability and your melee ability. So that's your progression tree. So this looks kind of like an uh, like a, an RPG progression scale. So for abilities and things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's actually quite a quite a bit of depth. I, I actually know how the upgrade tree works too. Oh. I, I have to point at it with the screen. I have to point at it at the screen though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony, huddling around this microphone. Come on, man, you can do it. Alright, open it up again. I don't know, I'm new to this. It takes a little second. Okay, so the first the first set that you unlock goes to, I think, Titan Codex 1 on the right. Yep, right there. Right Left one. That one. Okay. Then it starts the next row down to Titan Codex 2 and then goes back up to the next, or goes up back to the other one. For headstrong, and then those two, and then works with the bottom two under, or the row directly underneath it, and then it goes on to the next one, and then again. That's confusing as hell. It is. It doesn't make any sense why they would do that. <laughs> why not just go straight down or straight across? That's what I wanted to know. Jesus. You want to show up to charge something? Sorry, you gotta be level 18. <laughs> See... Why not just do it like Call of, Duty, Call of Duty? Everything's just linear. <laughs> Be too easy. But this is a cool game. I can't complain so far. All the it's, backstory and lore behind everything, it's its really deep. See, Call of Duty doesn't go this deep. It's more of a... Sad to say all the year one stuff you had to go onto the Bungie website and there were grimoire cards you would unlock. You had to read those cards to figure out what was going on in the story. Seriously? Yep. Year two, they fixed that. That's a little bit too detailed. That's just like, I don't know, watching a TV show and having to go to the um, website to figure out, you know, who I, the characters really are. I think after uh, since playing the game at day one, I have easily around 210 Grimoire cards. Hey, hold up. Um, while I'm playing this, did I start on hardcore? Uh, you can pick that as you as you pick story levels. Okay. 
It's just, right now, the way they have it set up, it's so weird. If you don't start on hardcore, you are not a real gamer. Amen, brother. Right? That's the only way I play. You start on hardcore, you don't do nothing less. You pick the hardest difficulty available. And by then, I mean, at the end of it, I mean, it's a cinch. Right. Still mad at Halo 4. <laughs> don't have a difficulty setting or something? No, it's the end, the boss fight at the very oh. end of the game. Oh, you, oh, yeah, that's what you were talking about, yeah. I, I liked the difficulty, though. The Prometheans were just, they were a pain, and it was amazing. The only enemy I've ever struggled to fight. That and the, the elites. Who was that boss on Final Fantasy XII, the, um, the uh, MMORPG? They say it's like damn near impossible to beat the hardest boss ever. Don't you need, like, a massive party to be able to take that guy on? And they still couldn't take him. <laughs> they was like, they, they, like, they, like, got, like, a quarter of his energy down. It wasn't, like, Bahamut or something, was it? I think so. The dragon? Yeah, I, I, don't quote me, but I think so. Now, you were telling me that, uh, back to Final Fantasy, you were saying that there was, actually, you know what, have you played Heaven's Word? Heavenly Sword? Yeah. Dude, that's one of the best games ever, yes. What did you think of that? Like, one of the best games ever. Are you sure that's what you think of it? Yeah, I really like Heavenly Sword. <laughs> what did you like about it? I, I like the story. So, I really did like the story. That's and why I, I liked, asked. I like the gameplay. The, the gameplay was pretty cool, too. She did a lot of God of Wars type of uh, stuff. It was kind of like the female version of God of War. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of? Um, did you ever play any of the uh, Devil May Cry games? Uh, yeah, did well. Uh, yeah, I played um, most of the Devil May Cry games. I wouldn't go as far as say that, though. Well, no, 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 no. But I, the way that I would compare it is by like saying uh, that was to uh, God of War, kind of like Devil May Cry was to Bayonetta. It was like the female version of Dante, essentially. Okay, yeah, okay. Hey, speaking of Devil May Cry, what's going on with um? The new one. I see they released four all over again, which was pretty pointless to me. Was it like a remastered version? Yeah, for PlayStation 4. Uh, you know what? I haven't even seen that. It was pretty pointless because here it is. You got this new player named Nero. No, I mean, new character named Nero that just pretty much pops out of nowhere. And there's no background on him or nothing. You know what I'm saying? And then you release... A remaster version, you know what I'm saying? You could at least went in more depth, like, where did this kid come from? I did not like 4, and you know what, uh, the, Anthony, what was the name of the new Devil May Cry, the, the, re, the reboot? Devil May Cry. Was it just Devil May Cry? DMC, Devil May Cry. One of the things that kind of ticked me off about that, and a lot of people thought it was awesome, but, but I'm a purist, man, don't, don't mess with... Don't mess with the stuff that we grew up falling in love with. And, and oh, one of the, the redesigned Dante. The redesigned Dante, which really even wouldn't have been that bad, except for the fact that they had to like throw in this scene where he gets the, the white wig thrown on his head, and he goes, never in a thousand years. Uh, <laughs> and he flings it off, and I'm like, shut up. But didn't you, uh, did you beat it? Yeah, I did beat it. And so you can't you unlock did, it, yeah. <laughs> so you did understand the significance of the white hair eventually in the game, right? Yes, it did make sense towards the end. Okay. So this was kind of like a prequel, essentially, is what it felt like. Right, yeah. It's still pretty fun, though. Oh, no, I love, don't get me wrong, I absolutely oh, yeah. love that game. I, I, I kind of hope that they go forward with it. Well, I'm hoping so, too. I mean, I, I can't see them stalling on it. 
I mean, look at look at for example uh, the Tomb Raider series rebooted, and how many times has that game been pushed and kicked and kicked and kicked? Oh, and uh, the new version of uh, of Tomb Raider after was it Rise of the Tomb Raider was the yeah. It seems like it's taken off really, really well. So I'm glad they finally got it right. Oh, Anthony, is that not the uh, the game with gold right now? Uh, Definitive Edition, the reboot. Ah, uh, see right there, Keith. So, do you have an Xbox Live Gold membership? Yes, I do. Fantastic. That means that you get this game free with gold. You can jump on onto your profile and you can actually download that game for free to your console. Seriously? Seriously. Yep. You get two, is it two games with gold free every month? Yeah, they swap every week, one of them changes. So did you get the one terabyte or the 500 gig? I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know. Well, if you... I'm just happy I got an Xbox One. Well, if you got the 500 gig, what's really awesome about uh, the Xbox One, uh, I was really impressed because I didn't think Microsoft would do something like that because in the past they've kind of intentionally blocked these kinds of things. But they uh, released the ability to use an external hard drive of any size, I think it's any size, uh, plugged straight into the USB port, and you can expand your hard drive space as big as you want to make it. So, like, for example, um, Costco, I believe, currently has the portable hard drives that are expandable to 2 gigs for, like, 80 bucks. That is insanely cheap. Uh, for, Wait, so... It has or not 2 gigs, 2 terabytes, excuse me. So, so 2,000 gigs. Is this any external hard drive? Any external hard drive. Oh, cool, because I got I have one, and I'm glad you said that, because, um, yeah, what what about with, um, any work with PlayStation? You know what? I don't know if PlayStation's doing anything like that. Uh, from what I understand, the only way to add uh, storage space to the PlayStation so far uh, requires you to actually swap the hard drive inside the system, which, of course, voids the warranty. Um, right. So they probably don't want you doing that. <laughs> would be my but guess. What is that thing that GameStop sells? Um, it's a. Um, it's definitely an um, external hard drive. It's most. It's most definitely is. And it's, it's it's available for both systems. Well, if it's available it for both systems, is it something different? Or you know. No, it's possible that that might actually actually be something that they've released, or maybe it's coded specifically for PS4. Um, I can do a little bit of digging and find out exactly, but that would be very nice. I mean, and it seems like PlayStation 4 would have to do something like that to be able to stay competitive. Yeah, because it's almost been a year, and I'm running out of space on mine. What all do you have on yours? Oh, man, I got... Oh, my God, um... Dude, what all do I have online? The first game I bought was uh, uh, Infamous 2. Um, I have, um, you know how you, you know, basically you know when you uh, buy the games, how it saves the data on there. Yeah. Um, I got Ghost because uh, when you bought Ghost for PlayStation 3, it allows you to port it over to PlayStation 4 for free. Um, what else do I have? I have The Last of Us because I had to have that good cry. <laughs> you know what? Hey, you know what? I, I would like to go to go on the record and apologize to my to my buddy Ants here uh, because a few episodes ago on the podcast, um, I sort of ridiculed him for crying during a game. And uh, now that I'm in the presence of somebody who knows my past, 
I, I can have no secrets. <laughs> and you know, you know that Final Fantasy III tore me up. So I, I will go on the record as saying, Ant, I, I apologize for, for downplaying your emotional involvement. In I your got game. attached to those characters. Hold <laughs> on, oh, which game are we talking about? The last of us? Uh, I was playing the Mass Effect trilogy. Oh. I, I don't know why, I really like that one. That's really... The developer has done a damn good job when you get attached to your characters. Yep. You see them through during one game. Mm-hmm. Second game is two years later. Everything has changed. It's... Now, just think of a game like The Last of Us, Joe and Illy. It's, it's, I mean, you want to see, see the game move forward. And you want to know what eventually happens to them, but... Oh, whoever make whoever makes that game, they're already talking about going forward with different characters and everything. Like, shout out to anybody who has any into, uh, emotional attachment to them, <laughs> any game plans. I think, like Leighton said, um, oh, if you haven't played a Final Fantasy game and cried, something's wrong with you. I think all of us cried when all Aerith died. Oh, of course, of course. I mean, that was a definitive moment in gaming history. Right, I was going to say that's one of the saddest moments in gaming history. You know that we're gonna end up having to play that game on a on a let's play. Probably. That's that would be a really long let's play. I mean, that's gonna require some massive. Break it editing. up. Just break it up into parts. <laughs> Part one. Oh, we played for two hours. <laughs> Part thirty-seven. <laughs> this game won't end. It just keeps going. <laughs> oh man! But what I gotta yeah, tell you, you know, that's my favorite game of all time, Final Fantasy VII. I was like. Wasn't so, that one made by Mistwalker? Huh? Wasn't that made by Mistwalker? Who was Mistwalker? Uh, Mistwalker Studios. They were the... It was few... made by Squaresoft. I don't know. How could you not know that? <laughs> I don't know. He, he, he cannot... He, I, he does not know that I, for the very the simple fact... The fantasy game I played was ten on the PS2. Oh my god. Oh my god. You gotta understand though. He yeah. started playing the Final Fantasy games when they could talk, everybody. Yeah, that's when it. When the characters started talking, that's when he played Final Fantasy. But you gotta understand, he's almost half... previous ones. He's almost half our age, man, so we're giving him a hard time, but we gotta think about the reality. A lot of these young kids that are new to gaming and a lot of these teenagers that are, like, at their gaming peak, man, they didn't get to enjoy the classics the, the way that we enjoyed them so you guys will never know what it was uh, to put it on channel 3 oh. <laughs> had to do that <laughs> <laughs> had to do that <laughs> remember that you guys oh. will never know what it was like to blow into your cartridges <laughs> to get them to work please work please work please work or to have to wiggle that RF cable to make sure that there were no lines in the picture. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Sad to say I've actually dealt with all that. <laughs> uh, you know, to be on the real though, you know, Anthony did uh, get started gaming at a really young age. and so I he... was two when I started. <laughs> Which is why he is now the gaming prodigy that he is. Forget ago. you all HDMI cables. <laughs> what was the one that you had to screw in the back? Screw in the back. RCA. Yeah. Where the cable wire goes. <laughs> yeah, he's a screwdriver on the back of the TV. What are you doing with that screwdriver? Playing a video game? Oh, RCA is the 
a yellow, red, and white. Never mind. No, no this no, is yeah, an RF. RF adapter. So the way that it used to be is that back in the day, so you're familiar with coaxial, right? The one you oh, screw in. that's what that is. Yeah, well, the TVs, old TVs didn't even have coaxial ports. They had two screws, and they had these little, uh, a coaxial port with uh, two little Y forks that you had to slide behind the yep. screws and screw into place to be able to use your coaxial. Yep. That was our HDMI. Our HDMI, you had to operate like a power tool. You had to go to surgery to play your game. You had to operate on your TV first. <laughs> or getting in there with a with a with a knife to try to pry out the little pins on your pin connector so your console would sit tighter. Right. Oh man. And who can forget about those classes like 007 on the Nintendo 64? Yeah, Lightning. I knew you were bringing it up. We I was waiting. Lightning man, you have plenty of battles on that. Oh yeah, I think you are the only person that has ever given me challenge on that game. <laughs> And that game has meant a lot to me in my life. That right. was that was a huge part of my childhood. I won a ton of money in my little twelve-year-old gambling ring playing. As a matter of fact, <laughs> this guy—I didn't even know there were punch codes for the game until this guy came along. I'm like, "What do you mean? I've, ch- I've been searching for that shit for months." <laughs> <laughs> so I had this like I had this like little little setup this uh, and then the folder he had the codes in looked like a document or something from the game. It did. It did. I completely forgot about that. So I had this like uh, this operation going at the school because I had the this this crazy new thing that had been developed called the internet um, that allowed you to the plug- search for video game codes exactly by plugging all the phone internet. line. In well, your wait, computer. Around 97, 98, that's all the internet was good for. Songwares and cheat codes. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to find these cheat codes and strategy guides and I'd download them and then I'd print them up on the printer and then I'd put them in these folders, that these manila folders that I took from my mom and so they would look like dossiers and I would take these things to school and I'm like... Oh, yeah, you want that Banjo-Kazooie guy? That's going to cost you five bucks. <laughs> wow. Hey, he, he's telling the truth, too. That's the dead honest truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he brought one to my house one day. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it got all these punch codes in for 007. I'm like, I did not know this existed. <laughs> I, brought the, I brought the information. I, I didn't know, requested. like... Everybody who everybody who knows anything about 007 knows about the little island. Oh, the little island. That's right. And I didn't even know you could. I, I've been able to see it for years, but until lately came along, I never knew how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> but not only did that play a huge part in my childhood, that played a huge part in my relationship. And and a lot of people are going to be going. This guy's relationship was based on a Nintendo 64 game. Seems a little sketchy. But the first date that I had with Leslie where we didn't go out and go to a movie, uh, she invited me over to play video games. And actually, I think it was like our second date. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Leslie uh, is my, my loving wife of six years. Um, and uh, Damn, she, it's been six years? It's been six years, guy. I know it's been a long time. So she invites me over and she's like, hey... Do you want to play video games? And I'm like, I better marry this girl. That's a good idea. Any girl who invites you to play a video game, oh my God, that's up there. And she brought pizza. She oh brought pizza God. and video games. I'm going to marry her. <laughs> I beat you to it, my friend. Sorry. And she only has a brother. No sisters. But uh, she's like, she's like, we're going to play games. I'm like, that's going to be awesome. She's like, she started talking smack. 
She's like, I can beat you at any video game in existence. And that kind of piqued my interest. I'm like, okay, you're competitive. And she goes, have you ever heard of a little game called 007 Goldeneye? No! <laughs> and I'm like, no, please tell me more. <laughs> So she gets in, we set the kill limit to 50, and I set it up to remote mines. She gets the first kill, and, and ladies and gentlemen, this is this is not me trying to fluff my side of things. I, I let her get that first kill, because I'm a gentleman, and that's what gentlemen do. Yeah, you, um, but you, as let, soon as you she, let them get the first, you let the lady die first. Exactly. <laughs> Until she turned around and started talking smack about getting the kill that I gave her, and I'm like, nah, uh it's all like Donkey Kong, and I shut that thing down 50 to 1. <laughs> she, <laughs> to this day, this was eight years ago that this conversation took place, and just today she's like, you're a spawn camping cheater. <laughs> I won't play that with you anymore. <laughs> well, at least you got me on the verify, like, no, he's really that good. Because <laughs> he's second to me. Oh! <laughs> Hey, man, if I've got to be humbled, at least I'm being humbled by the best. I, I will take that. I will take that number two spot happily. Oh, man. Hey, but you know, I, I, with the Nintendo 64, I even went as far to play um, The World Is Not Enough. I, it, it, it was never the same at the GoldenEye. No, man. GoldenEye broke all the barriers, and The World Is Not Enough, and I think it was even by a different studio, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I think that's what happened, but I think that's why Perfect Dark was so fantastic, was because it was by Rare, who did uh, Goldeneye. Hey, did you, uh, speaking of Rare, did you hear about the Kickstarter campaign that they did uh, about a month or two ago for uh, Banjo-Kazooie? What? Yes. And they raised, like, I, I forgot what was the limit they asked for, but they got into, like, a couple of hours. You gotta be kidding me. I'm so serious. They're bringing back Banjo-Kazooie? They're bringing back Banjo-Kazooie. It's, it's gonna be under Microsoft. Do that. You know what? I'm okay with that. Microsoft already rules the known world. That dude, that is awesome. The only thing that would make me happier than that is if they brought back Conquer. Oh, seriously? <laughs> Conquer's bad for a day. You got that in the rare replay. Yeah, that's it. I did. I picked up the rare replay as well, and I, that made me very of happy. You did. Oh, of course I did, dude. You missed it, Keith. Just the other day, we did a let's play video with Perfect Dark Zero for the Xbox 360. It was so terrible. <laughs> I think the best thing about that game was the opening music video, and I think after that, it just just crashed horribly. I don't know. I did enjoy shooting you in the face. Dude, that was messed up, right? So he and I go against... I didn't know if there was friendly fire! So your first instinct to check is to shoot me in the face with a sniper rifle? He goes, oh yeah, so that's a thing. And I just dropped dead. Are hey. you kidding? Hey, the thought of fall damage never crosses my mind until I'm in the middle of falling. Like Wiley Coyote moment? Uh-oh. Hey, I'm not, um... I'm a Call of Duty fan. You know, I, I like Destiny so far, you know, but I'm forever a Call of Duty fan. And one of the modes I play on Call of Duty all the time is Search and Destroy. Search and Destroy? Yeah, it's pretty much there's a bomb in the area. You know, you have to defuse it or kill everybody on the team first. Yeah, I played that game mode a bit. Um, that was never very What I like to it. do, I like to be the sniper. <laughs> I like to catch the person laying down on the ground while they're defusing the bomb. <laughs> 
and I was shooting them in between the area, between their ass and their ball. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say I did it. <laughs> and I would like to leave it on there long enough so the replay would catch it. <laughs> So Painful you know exactly what I was doing. <laughs> Painful and humiliating. <laughs> wow. You watch that replay cam like, no, 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 no. With the end of the round kill cam, Speaking everybody of, sees it. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Call of Duty, if any of my clan is listening, shout out to Force to be reckoned with. Force to be reckoned with, is that your crew? <laughs> yeah, that's my clan. Oh, man, very cool, very cool. I imagine that they're relatively good. Oh, they're very good, um... Oh, uh, what it? I, the um, the best player on our team is a pregnant female, <laughs> and a pregnant attractive female, as a matter of fact. And what is her name? Um, oh my God, why can't I think of her name? Uh, she's gonna kill me if she hears this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the, pretty much my whole point: the best person on our team is a girl. Well, you know what it is. She has an unfair advantage, man. Her arms never get tired because she's got that baby bump to rest the controller on. Right. I think I need to eat a few more like uh, Nacho Bel Grande nachos. To speak, that's funny that you mentioned that because every time that she I talk to her, she's always eating some sort of Mexican food with guacamole on it. Dude, now I want guacamole. Thanks a lot. (laughs) I hate guacamole. Oh, you don't like guacamole? I hate guacamole. I don't know how many people can like a food that starts with guac as like the primary portion of its name. It sounds like induced vomiting. And then it's green. And it is green. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes it is. It's kind of unappealing. And then the texture is about like runny snot. So I mean... All in all, I'm not exactly really have sure. A whole lot of good for it. No, no, it is. It does not have is a lot healthy? of good for it. it I, I think it is. Healthy. Yeah, it's like avocado paste. I don't like avocados. Oh, uh, Anthony, do you eat avocados? Uh, I eat them plain. <laughs> wow. You just eat the avocado raw. Oh, yeah, pretty gosh. much. Oh man, that's oh that's God. not good. I can't I just do that. cut this, uh, the skin off of it and just eat it. <laughs> You know what, me and my clan, we always arguing what truffle butter is. Truffle butter? Yeah. Is that like mushroom butter? Well, I thought it was a joke at first when they was talking about it. <laughs> if you ever saw South Park, I really thought it was it was poop butter. Ugh. I'm, I'm so serious. I thought it was poop butter. That's nasty. Right. And they always making fun of me. The truffle butter conversation always comes up. <laughs> oh, uh, let me tell you another crazy story. So, from PlayStation, so PlayStation Network stories, real freaky, man. So, one of my friends, one of my clan members, his name, his his screen name was literally Dude from Atlanta. <laughs> Have you been playing with that dude from Atlanta? Uh, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, <laughs> that, as a matter of fact, that's his, that's really his name. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, he seen my screen name. My screen name was Kfish three one four. So, um, he was like, hey, Fish, are you from St. Louis? I'm like, yeah, I'm from St. Louis. You know, it's a given. You see the 314. He was like, hey, man, that's this girl that I've been dating. She just moved her to Atlanta. Her name is Teresa. And, you know, got to explaining her, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I grew up with this girl. You Uh know, named up her brothers and everything. I'm like, dude, like, that's really fucking weird. That the first person that this is the first time that we met, 
And the first person that you mention is somebody I fucking know. <laughs> That's fucking scary, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little crazy. I've been watching you play. Oh, like on replays or Twitch or something? No, through your bedroom window. Right. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm like kind of freaked out to even play with you anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I'm going to go play with someone else now. <laughs> Anthony, what would you do, man? What would you do if you're sitting there playing and somebody's like, Anthony, I just saw you take a drink of that pop. I would look for them and probably murder them. <laughs> and there's the confession we were looking for all evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Anthony, the psychotic video game player murderer. Proof that violent video games incite imaginary violence. No, because... they don't. <laughs> he said imaginary. Ah, uh, see? He got it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's like, I know. It's about real violence. Thank you very much. <laughs> Where you project your real violence too into a different world where there's no repercussions and nobody dies. That's why it's imaginary, genius. <laughs> I have this, this overwhelming urge to sing about. Whole New World from Disney's Aladdin. Don't even start it. <laughs> I can show you a world. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> Shout out to all the nineties Disney cartoons. <laughs> Dude, hey, you know what? I watched all the Disney cartoons. I, I, I watched I, all of them. I'm I, got, I, I got one. It's not even a cartoon. It was a live action one. But I got one that you probably did. Like, will blow your mind. What is that it? Nobody will probably remember. The Big Green. The Big Green? Do you remember that? The I, soccer one. I, dude, I never saw The Big Green. You never saw The Big Green? Oh, my God. It's what is a Disney soccer movie? Yes. Is it like the Mighty Ducks, but soccer? Yes. Oh yes. no, no. They had no, the little no, no, kid, no. they had the Mexican kid that they end up getting on it. They really suck. <laughs> but they end up getting the little Mexican kid that was just cold and he was dope. And then um um the town's from the deporters mom. So they went on the run and everything, man. That's crazy. And then he ended up coming back for the championship and they won. Disney made a movie about, like, the plight of immigrants? Yes, I swear. What it year was this like, made? 94 or 95. I'd like to see them re-release that now, coming out of the vault. <laughs> 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 Amidst all the immigration stuff going on now, that'd be a horrible thing to do. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, you know, I remember that like it was yesterday, the big green. You know, just like... I might, I might still have that movie if I looked around, like, seriously. You know, just like some movies should probably never be brought back, I think there are some games that we're all glad just died and are never coming back. Can you think of any game that you're just, no, no just no, we're done. What game, oh my god, what uh, game does just should stay dead? Well, I'm going to say we're going to move this up to Nintendo 64 on up. Uh, PlayStation on up. That'll work. Um... There was this game. It was a. There was this Resident Evil game, as a matter of fact. Uh oh. They came out shortly after Resident Evil Three. I don't remember what it was called. But remember when they first released a patch for the PlayStation Two? I play, yeah for the PlayStation Two, where they add where you can uh, add on the um, internet port and all of that. Oh yeah, with the external modem you could click yeah. on. Yeah. 
They released a uh, Resident Evil game that like tried to capitalize off of that. Oh, the one that was multi- it was Files, Resident Evil Files. Yeah, that's what it was. I have that game. That game sucked ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Was it that bad? It was that bad. How could you have a Resident Evil game? I don't even know what the hell was going on. Dude, you know what? Okay, so on that same note, it's funny that you say Resident Evil because the one that I that I have for my for my choice is is very Resident Evil esque. As a matter of fact, it's Resident Evil with dinosaurs. I'm gonna come out and say it: Dino Crisis. Never, what? Never, never, never again. Dino Do Crisis was Resident <laughs> Evil with dinosaurs. That's exactly what it was, and I, I, it, it, I no, 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 no. As a matter of fact. I started I started playing it the other day again and and I just I just had to stop. It was just horrible. You played on the Vita, weren't you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> All right, Anthony, come on, man. You got to give us one. What? You got to give us one game that that you pray will never come back. Oh, that's a tough one. The ones that I don't want to be there, I forgot about. You've intentionally blocked them from your psyche. <laughs> yeah, yes. What, what about like, what you do. dude? Can I can I pick one for you? What? How about Viva Pinata? I'm, I think I played that for like Parappa the Rapper. No. Oh, Parappa the Rapper from Dreamcast. Oh, okay, okay. Kick, punch is all in the money. <laughs> <laughs> that game was so horrible. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've uh, we've gone ahead and run over a little bit on this one, but it was totally worth it. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, Keith Fisher, all the way from St. Louis, for joining us here in the studio today. Closing thoughts? Oh, uh, don't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For Elite Gaming Gear, this is Lathan. This is Ants. And this is Keith. Gear up. Game on. <laughs>